welcome to Sweet Spot, where hoteliers check in and we check out what's trending in hotel marketing. I'm your host, Ryan Embry. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Ryan Embry, again. Welcome to Sweet Spot. Thank you for listening. Today's uh, Sweet Spot episode, we have a very special edition. We are going to be diving into and dissecting the most recent high-tech conference that happened in Houston, Texas. And we're going to be talking with some of my peers here at Travel Media Group who had the chance to actually go out to Houston. And we're going to get some of their key takeaways and see what they got out of this conference and how this can be useful to listeners like you. So before we get started, High Tech is one of the world's largest hospitality technology expositions. So this conference is all about hospitality industry technology or high tech. At the conference, there are many educational programs with some of the industry experts and even have a global showcase of different hospitality technologies. So again, what we decided to do today for this episode is to talk with some of our team members that attended the conference and share some of the cutting edge new innovations that are coming up in the hospitality industry. Okay, so we have with us uh, today Patrick O'Brien, one of our digital product managers here at Travel Media Group. Uh, Good morning, Patrick. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for being on the show with me today. I wanted to get started. You know, we had talked off air uh, about this high-tech conference and and, uh, sort of shift that you saw from years past to this year. And I wanted you to kind of um, let our listeners know what you meant by that. Sure. So I think, you know, probably for the last five or six years at least, the conversations have always been geared around um, mobile, millennials, and big data. And those those were the buzzwords that you, that you heard at all the conferences and people trying to figure out how to, you know, obviously to capture the millennial audience, um, how to be more integrated in mobile and use the opportunities and technology that's available with mobile and then ultimately you know big data and there's this idea that i've got all this data and now i should be able to make everything happen and curate content for everybody um automatically and create this great experience um that shift you know you, you still heard some people talking about it but really the the big focuses now were on you know, blockchain and and artificial intelligence and AI and how those concepts really will be changing, you know, the way that hospitality industry does business. Um, I did think it was kind of funny as well that uh, there was one speaker talking about if you are, um, as a company, looking to innovate on millennials and their needs, um, you've missed the boat, you're too late, and you really need to be looking at eight-year-old kids because um, they were, they, they are the first generation of users that have had all the content for them curated um, through Pandora, through Netflix, and um, you know, my kids don't understand when they go to their grandparents' house that they can't get any song or any TV show or anything that they want on demand. And so it, it really is a shift, um, you know, in what people are looking at. And this is really the first year that you're starting to see people move away from those traditional themes. 
Yeah, and hoteliers, you know, we've talked about this before, need to be more intuitive to guest needs, and guest expectations are going to start rising and rising, and hoteliers need to be ready for that. So um, from a revenue management standpoint, uh, those trigger words that you mentioned, you know, blockchain and AI, you know, how, how does that implement into revenue management? Sure. So I think um, you know, both of them are going to be um, a little bit different. And I think that you get uh, people in the industry who are nervous, like, well, you know, AI is going to take over all the jobs and we're not going to have front desk people. And um, and it, and I think that's fundamentally incorrect because hospitality is still hospitality. And there is there is a human element in there. But you look at AI's ability to start answering um you know specific guest needs because guests now with millennials and mobile and all of this they're expecting answers immediately and they want that feedback immediate um and that's not always easy to do when you know you're at the front desk and you're trying to check people in and you've got somebody that's asking for more towels or to set a dinner appointment as the front desk do you ask the person checking in to hold on so you can answer these questions or what well AI has the ability to go in and, you know, um, they are using bots very effectively now to go in and answer these questions immediately and, you know, provide that reporting and that insight to the, the hotel owner, to the, to the front desk, so that they really have the ability to focus more on um, the, the customer experience and those face-to-face -face interactions. But, you know, just the daily hey you know i forgot my razors i need i need some razors um you know that can be answered by a bot you know a message sent over to you know to housekeeping or somebody else to bring those up immediately without the front desk having to stop what they're doing and and set that up so that's all really interesting and there are um you know companies out there and organizations that are really getting into that um uh, you know, we're starting to look at that in some of our own products now and how to alleviate some of the sort of the, the manual work um, so that we can better perform service and better offer service to, to our customers. I think on blockchain, it was really interesting in revenue management as well because uh, you look at specifically OTAs, people, you know, booking rooms and having to reconcile that, hey, this guest stayed at my hotel, um, you know, and then uh, we need to pay the commission or the guest canceled and they, they never, there were no show, so we're not going to pay a commission on that. Well, they, they usually spend, I think they were saying, you know, somewhere from 30 to 45 days, if, if not longer, just trying to go through all of those records each month, reconcile and, and pay commissions. Well. Blockchain has the ability to instantly recognize through smart contracts that, hey, this happened. Um, they they met the cancellation window, so we're not paying, or they didn't meet the cancellation window. So that happens and, and takes away all of that manual process. Um, so it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have those departments anymore. It just means that their jobs shift and they're able to, you know, maybe focus a little bit more on, you know, customer experiences. But as a hotel, you're going to start saving a lot of money, then have the ability to you know, ensure your rates are a bit more competitive and um, you're not losing money in places that you shouldn't have to lose money. 
Absolutely, and it's all about utilizing, leveraging technology for increased productivity and efficiency. So I, I did want you bring up a really interesting point about the the chatbots, and we have kind of already talked about them a little bit. But I I did want to get your take on it because you are our reputation guru here. You uh, manage all of our reputation solutions for Travel Media Group. You mentioned some of the advantages, right? Being able to answer a traveler really quickly if they have a very simplified question. I want you to maybe expound upon maybe the cautions of using these chatbots and completely becoming dependent on them. Sure. I mean, there, there's the ability to get it wrong. Like, um, I had always said, you know, like in hospitality, it's, it's something that you don't notice until it goes wrong. So, um, you know, you may not notice that, hey, they're, they're being really friendly and they're being helpful and they're giving me suggestions of places to go eat and, and do this. But then when they get it wrong, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, this, this was not the experience I was expecting. Um, so, you know, if you have the expectation that you're speaking to a human individual and that person just or that chatbot gets it completely wrong that's going to throw you out of that sort of that seamless experience um you know we notice it um you know on the reputation space there are companies out there that um are using artificial intelligence and sort of machine learning and, and chatbots to, to answer reviews and it can be very cost effective um, but at the same time, um, you can truly get it wrong. Um, you know, we saw an example where a company had answered a review where somebody had said, you know, overall everything was was pretty positive, but they just they talked about the front desk was rude and um, not helpful, and the response came out saying, you know, we are so glad you experienced a service that we want to show all of our guests. That's not, you know, that is not the hospitality. That is not the face or the voice that you want for your company to have. So, you know, there are a lot of times it's still, it's still new. It's still kind of training it um, to be uh, more effective. So you don't get it wrong because you run the risk of having this really great service set up and then all of a sudden it gets it wrong and then the hotel's like well we can't do this anymore um this is this is um going to ruin our business um so it, it is that sort of careful implementation in getting it right but making it a part of the customer experience instead of trying to have it completely take over the customer experience gotcha and yeah there's always going to be that personal touch in the hospitality industry right so you know sometimes those chatbots can miss the mark just like you said i did want to get your feedback you know because we we have these podcasts and talk about these new technologies out there and i think the chatbot actually is a, a really good parallel for it um is you know thinking hey if i'm not using these right now i'm kind of falling behind do you think that uh you know in the next five to ten years you know ai and is that going to be a standard for hotels or are these hoteliers really falling behind or you still think that there's there's some uh you know room room there i mean i think it'll be sooner than you know five to ten years that it will uh it will be more integrated i mean you're seeing you know amazon coming in um you know now with alexa devices and there were a bunch of companies um that were working on different types of artificial intelligence put into the hospitality segment. I, th I think though, for me, the, the problem where you can run into, which 
may slow things down a little bit in hospitality is you get these buzzwords, you know, and again, previous years it was mobile and then everybody's like, oh, I've got to have an app. And, you know, then you learn that people aren't going to download every app that they see. And um, it is specifically with um, with AI is that people are like, oh, I've got to include this in, you know, my my business strategy. And so sometimes they're just adding AI or trying to add AI for the sole purpose of adding it. Um, and so there are things that there are projects that people put together that you do not need AI for. They could be handled much easier and, you know, probably more cost effective. And then there's other times where they're like, well, you know, this machine should, you know, be able to know exactly what the guest wants at every point and check them in, answer every question. And I don't need a front desk staff anymore and everything's going to be handled. And that's too big. And so it is finding those right projects to, to start off with AI and to slowly integrate it so it is more of an, an truly an assistant um, to, to your property. So I think you're going to start seeing um, that, you know, much sooner than, you know, five to 10 years, but it probably will be, you know, at least five years before you start seeing full integration of um, artificial intelligence in, you know, the booking and the, the guest experience aspect um, of, of the stay. Absolutely. And it's it's finding that balance, right? Especially with, you know, these brands that have to implement it, you know, they, they're dealing with technology that they've really don't have a protocol for having to implement this across an entire portfolio. It's going to come with its challenges, obviously. If you're a listener that didn't get the opportunity to attend this show, what tips would you give them, you know, having the knowledge that you do of the industry uh, about technology in general um, when it comes to their hotel? Again, I think it's um, it, it comes down to researching the right fit, um, you know, researching the technology that's out there. There's there's so much. And um, unfortunately, I think within the the travel industry and hospitality space, um, you know, it's so fragmented. There's, you know, you've got all different systems and all different technologies and everybody's trying to solve a problem. Um, and, and the big thing is, um, are you solving a problem for the sake of utilizing technology or are you solving a problem for the sake of improving your guest experience? And, and that's going to be the big thing is don't add technology just because it's cool. I mean, I, I like that, I, I, but, um, but add, add technology because it enhances the, the guest experience. And prior to implementation of any type of technology, it really is taking the moment to, you know, really spend more time evaluating what's going on at your property and understanding what guests are talking about. Um, you know, and whether that is through personal conversations with members of your team, if that's through surveys, if that's through online responses and reviews, what really is impacting your guest experience and then coming up with technology that can easily be implemented to improve that. Um, you look at the idea of um, voice activation and, and Alexa or Google Home, and, and those are all really exciting, but you also, in order for a guest to, to be able to utilize that, they're gonna have to know the right commands and um, right things, so you're, you're training guests on, on how to do that. So 
Um, you know, how, how do you do that? Again, is it just to be cool or is it because it would be easier for a guest to be laying in bed and say, Alexa, please turn off the lights so they don't have to get back up and turn off the lights and they can go to bed. So it, it is really understanding what your guests need and not, I don't think, you know, 10 years ago or 10 years uh, in the future, that's not that's not going to change. It's, it's always going to be in hospitality understanding the guest needs and being able to to solve for that and to accommodate that i agree and the best part right now is hoteliers have the most uh exposure to guest data you know than ever you know Mm -hmm. analytics preferences they have it all so it's it's leveraging and utilizing that uh in the smartest way uh, which is really going to help these hoteliers out so um, very interesting points and topics. Uh, I appreciate your time today, Patrick. We're actually going to be having you again on this show, on The Sweet Spot, where we're going to be diving into the TripAdvisor algorithm, which most recently changed. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you again for your time, and uh, we'll see you very soon. Sounds good. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment with our next guest. So let's invite Joey Schuster in, one of our digital product managers at Travel Media Group. Uh, good morning, Joey. How are you today? I'm good, good. Happy to be here. Awesome. So uh, obviously you have been to uh, quite a number of these high-tech conferences before. You uh, specialize at our company with uh, social media and websites. I wanted to get your opinion on what you've learned about uh, social media and where that might be headed. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think um, uh, with social media, I mean, it just every every year you see more and more companies who are getting involved in some sort of you know some sort of technologies, whether they're you know wanting to utilize AI or or uh, whatever the new hot button word is, and try to figure out ways to um, incorporate it in, in all aspects of their business. But particularly, you see it in social media, um, particularly probably more with ad spend. I think that's where you get into. Um, there's a lot of companies out there who now are trying to figure out how to automate how adjustments are being made because that's probably um, where there's more human error, um, having to go in and kind of make changes, um, make adjustments, and, and, and not let the spend go on for too long without um, without adjustments being made. So I think there's some really neat companies out there who are um, doing some things with that. Um, on the website side, I mean, I think probably more so moving towards uh, simplicity. Um you know, I think there's probably a time where people wanted really robust, really massive um, websites, and I think you're probably just seeing a um, somewhat of a shift into into more of a simplicity. Uh, you know, really drive customers down to specific areas. Um, not saying that there's like a, a small amount of pages per se, but just definitely less um, than maybe what you would see a couple of years ago. Um, you know, for for a, for a hotel um, in particular, that's what I seem to notice. And user friendliness obviously is huge with that, with people more and more, you know, guests and travelers pulling up websites and social media using mobile phones. Um, I'm sure that that simplicity uh, plays a big part in that. Yeah. And the statistics to it, I think, like once you, um, you know, more importantly, I think just being able to understand how people are using your site, you, like you said, whether it's whether it's mobile or they're on their desktop or they're on a tablet or um, do they come in through social media or do they come in through a Google search or from a particular blog post or whatever, just making sure you understand that and then how they travel through the site, where they may be, where are they maybe like pausing, where are they pushing through, 
um, you know, th those types of things and really, really understanding those. And I think you also saw, I think, you know, particularly at high tech in the, um, there was a uh, entrepreneur 20, 20x entrepreneur group. So it was like 20 entrepreneur, you know, startups who were pitching. And I would say, you know, probably 20% of them, 25% of them. So four or five of them that, that were um, specifically just about um, some sort of data consumption. So whether it was um, trying to understand people's actions on property or on their website or combination of both, um, you know, their utilization of rental cars and that kind of thing, that kind of data, um, people just, um, you know, try to make sure they understand, you know, in a, in a, in a data format of how customers kind of got to their property. Right. And, you know, with hoteliers, the more you know about your traveler, the more you know about your guests, the more you can obviously enhance that experience for them um, and keep them coming back. As you said, it's using that data smarter and smarter. I think, you know, that is a, that, that is a big key takeaway from this conference is how hoteliers now can use the data that was all, always there, but now the way that they're consuming it, how can they use it more efficiently to target and market to travelers. Yeah. Um, so the other, I mean, I think one of the really uh, great things about high tech as well is they do have um, kind of like educational sessions, and I always try to do my best to go to as many of those as well. Um, they do have multiple ones running at the same time, so you kind of have to pick and choose what's maybe most relevant to you. Um, for me, I think one of the um, one of the really relevant ones was about actually investing in technology, and it, it had a panel of investors, angel investors, and even a representative from from a venture capitalist firm up there. Um, but to listen to them and hear them talk about what they're investing in, I think is uh, is an important part is an important piece to kind of keep an, keep an eye on because it kind of tells us you know what technology they're keeping an eye on, what they're interested in investing in, and from there you can kind of see that's going to be that's more than likely going to be the next pieces of technology that you that you hear about. The other thing too that I think was really uh, poignant from there was that they were really talking about cost productivity versus cost uh, reduction. So investing in not necessarily figuring out ways for properties to um, spend less or for anybody for that matter to spend less, but to basically make that dollar kind of go further. So I thought that was a really interesting. They don't necessarily just look at the keyword of something and say like, let's invest in um, let's invest in blockchain. Everybody's talking about blockchain. Let's just invest in blockchain, um, but really look at like the ecosystem surrounding that. How are people going to handle security or storage or evaluations or analytics? Those aspects. When you start getting into the whole ecosystem surrounding it, then um, you know for them they seem like there was a lot more interest in investing in products like that as opposed to like actual blockchain. I do want to kind of talk about blockchain because we heard that a lot at the conference. And I just wanted to, for those hoteliers that maybe, you know, are just starting to hear that term, um, and they most certainly are going to keep hearing it, um, that is very much on the horizon. But could you just do maybe a simple explanation of, of blockchain and what it has to do with the hospitality industry? Sure. So um, my simple understanding, I guess, of it at least, so... Um, is just that it's essentially it's a it's a new database technology. So um, traditionally, you kind of um, you would have some version of a database um, out there, and that's basically that stores all of the um, files that can be um, uh, you know whether it's your user profiles or um, customer information, how, whatever you want um, to kind of store it in your database. Uh, for whatever your digital product is. Um, and it's basically, it's a form of 
um, securely saving your database in in a non-centralized way. So instead of having, for instance, like a a single file somewhere that's stored on a server, you actually have multiple, you have it multiple times in a chain, and that's where that comes from. So you have blocks of data in a chain in multiple places. So the security of it is it becomes um, uh, much more, I mean, in theory, somewhat impossible to hack because you'd have to literally hack all of the all of the blocks um, at the uh, si simultaneously. Um, the downside to it is is the cost because I mean, instead of now storing a singular, you're you know, so in time to develop. Um, so there's 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 a lot more to it, obviously, but you know, for somebody who's dealing with um, uh, people's personal information. Um, like hotel guests. Like hotel guests, absolutely. Um, it become you know it can become um, a, a valuable way, especially with nowadays. I think everything you're hearing with the um, the European Union and and uh, um, Facebook here, you know, uh, domestically, everybody is talking about privacy and how important it is. And absolutely. And uh, so you know, I think you know, people investing in more secure ways of storing people's information, you know, does be it does become a, a hot topic. I think that's probably why it was talked about so much. But on the other side, I mean, like as far as specifically of more of like the fun side, not just like, oh, great security. Um, I think, you know, there was a lot of talks of utilizing uh, blockchain specifically for like loyalty programs um, could be really interesting because you are, I mean, that essentially is a form of currency. So people um, can earn and, you know, earn a certain amount of points and that becomes of a certain value because that's that's worth so many nights stay or they can turn that into um, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever you can trade that in for. Um, so that kind of becomes a really interesting um, concept. And I did, I did hear um, one guy talk about uh, an idea where you, you know, you have, if you had like a chain uh, brand of properties and the ones in say a destination area, like the keys or something like that is probably um, has a lot a high level of people utilizing points versus a business specific area um, is probably handing out a lot of um, points and there's a discrepancy there essentially and so you know you could essentially use um, like a blockchain in, like privately not that the customer would really see a difference but the idea of kind of passing points back and forth so the business uh, the business um, location would essentially have to buy points from the destination location um, and to kind of even some of that out because it, it is it is probably uh, a discrepancy you'll hear more from those destinations they're only getting close I think like 75 cents on the dollar um, when those points and stuff are used so yeah. it's really really neat things I think on on that aspect of it as far as like the actual um, consumer I think there was they were talking about the idea of um, some sort of biometrics, biometrics uh, profile, and now you know when you get into like um, clear pass and, and um, pre-check and your credit information, um, there could just be a lot more secure way of you adding credit cards, of you getting clear. I think you w could reduce fraud um, if people comfortably felt like their profile was um, was stored safely, and I think that's the idea behind blockchain. Um, is that there is a higher level of security. 
And yeah, security and efficiency, um, and, and that's what a lot about uh, this technology w- was about that we learned at high tech. So, um, you know, a lot of our listeners obviously either are uh, you know managing hotels, owning hotels. Um, what would you say, you know, if they weren't, uh, if this particular listener wasn't able to uh, make it to high tech, you know, what would you say uh, would be kind of a tip? you know, to market their hotel or or that they can take on a daily basis uh, from that conference? Um, I mean, to me, I think, you know, just pay attention, you know, read a lot. You know, I think there's there's just a lot out there. I think going to one of these conferences is really great because it's like, you're you're forced to essentially essentially spend the whole week learning and seeing what other companies are doing um but if you can't make it then i you know i guess my recommendation would just to be to you know read and read read everything and and try to consume as much as you can um that's what's great about those conferences is you just you you kind of forced to do a lot of consumption in in a really short amount of time but um, but otherwise, you know, if you just follow follow a lot of blogs and and make sure you're um, looking looking for that content to just kind of get pushed into, you can set up a Google alert. Um, just just make sure you're staying on top of of what's happening out there because it's it's happening fast and it's happening faster and faster is what I feel like. It's just the next thing you know has such a shorter cycle, um, um, and so you know it's just it's imp- it's important for any business to stay on top of whatever your industry is is um, is taking advantage of and, yeah. and and investing in yeah and and what's trending and you know and it's like you said you know with this technology it's moving faster and faster so uh, Joey thank you so much for your time uh, today and uh, you're welcome back anytime all right thanks. And we'll be right back with our next guest. So let's bring in our senior director of online product and IT, Jason Lee. And Jason, this is not your first time that you've attended this conference. Is that correct? No, that's correct. I've I've been a few times. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Well, let me start off by asking you this. What kind of set this year apart, obviously, from other years that you've been to this conference? Well, I mean, for me personally, uh, I think we had a technology offering that I was excited about putting out there and seeing how other technology minded people felt about it or, you know, what their feedback might be. So I was excited about that. Um, I think there's also a lot of other really interesting technology that is emerging uh, and it has has been emerging for probably a couple of years. AI, um, blockchain is probably some newer pieces, um, but definitely um, on the guest communication front, I was really interested to see what kind of new advances uh, have been made. And you know, there's always like noise on the line about stuff like SMS and um, chatbots and things like that. So I was very interested in in seeing where that was at and what kind of new emerging technologies or what people had done with some of those technologies. Right. And, you know, hoteliers have been hearing a lot about that stuff for years. So um, a conference like this can really tell hoteliers where they're at and, you know, at this present time and where things are headed in the future. I just wanted to get kind of some key takeaways from uh, from the conference this year from you. What what would you say is a key takeaway? Um, I think probably my first takeaway or the first thing that I noticed right away was something I kind of alluded to a second ago and that is that um, guest communication platforms are really big and and there's a lot of new ones. There's new ones and there are um, technologies that are trying to be uh, integrated into existing 
technologies. So, uh, you know, I started seeing for the first time I saw um, SMS and chatbot uh, features uh, uh, in PMS systems, um, but then also standalone um, chatbot and AI uh, kinds of responses for guest communication. So uh, I think sometimes you hear a lot of theory about that, but then seeing some of that stuff in practice and, and seeing some, some live actual things happening um, was a real takeaway for me that this is here, that, that, that definitely um, AI communication or, or being able to train an AI to communicate with your guests is definitely, the technology is definitely here. Yeah, and you know, with hoteliers, uh, obviously, you know, this is a great innovation that they can use to communicate with their guests. But at the same time, you know, at least some of the education pieces that I was a part of, uh, you know, some of the industry leaders were also kind of um, cautioning these hoteliers with using, you know, depending and relying too much on these uh, bots, chat bots, and uh, artificial intelligence to communicate with your guests because at the end of the day, you still need that personal touch. No, I, I totally agree with that. Um, you know, the, the another takeaway that I had, and it was kind of on along these same lines, was um, in-room technology. So you're seeing a lot more uh, streaming devices and um uh, devices that can um, cast uh, technology from your phone, so casting video, casting uh, Netflix or whatever. Right. But then I think right on the heels of this, like, so like days before the conference, um, having Marriott announced that their partnership with Alexa and that the, these Alexas are going in in-room. <laughs> and so there was a lot of noise on the line about that, like there, you know, what does this look like for, but again, it comes down to communication. So you might have a pre-state communication in a chatbot. Now you have an in-state communication um, AI through Alexa in in-room. And what does that mean in terms of guest adoption? What does it mean in terms of guest service? So I think there's a lot of, there's still a lot of questions about how the technology will be received by the guest and if it will move the needle in terms of service or if it you know further distances the the you know people from people com contact like i i want to have this great experience and i know that you know grace at the front desk just did a great job and i'm so happy i doubt you're going to hear that alexa did such a great job of getting me towels but maybe Right. But I, I doubt that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, even even uh, when we were at the conference, you know, using something like a, a digital key to check in, you know, and, and just kind of bypassing that whole face-to-face um, -face experience at the front desk. So, you know, another thing that, that we kind of talked about was, you know, how do you get your guests to know that this is, uh, you know, what these Alexa commands are. If you have something, it's not something where you can just kind of throw Alexas in a room and just say, you know, kind of go crazy with it. You, uh, There's also a certain point of training that you, you essentially have to do with your guests to make sure they're utilizing it and they know what's going on, right? Yeah, it's, it's funny because the Alexa skill for Marriott isn't something that everyone's going to know. So if you have an Alexa at your house and you're, you're used to using it, and you might be used to using it for your shopping list and to play music or something or to automate something at your house, you might not know that you have to say a certain set of commands to, to get a late checkout or to, to get towels or 
um, you know, or to have a do not disturb or a wake up call. So I think there, I think what you'll probably see is you'll probably see the laminated cards next to these Alexas and where people giving instructions. The other interesting thing is the is I I read an article recently about the millennial statistics and and voice activated devices and it's low. It's low adoption and low. Um, I, I you see low traction, but I think there's also low desire to to use that. So. You know, I don't know, maybe a hotel does stuff like Alexa and SMS and maybe an in-stay app or there's so much that are that's available. Um, you know, I, I was in one of the education sessions where they were talking about removing the phone completely from, like, they get no phone revenue. The phone's used basically to communicate directly to the front desk. Like, why don't we just remove the phone and we can use Alexa just to send commands from the guest. Um and I, you know, and I, I have conflicting feelings about that because I think I understand the automation and especially with unemployment at 4% and probably tough to get desk clerks and uh, rising costs of employees as uh, minimum wages are rising and, and things like that. But I still feel like just from my days in hospitality, I feel like, you know, clean, well-maintained guest rooms and an efficient, friendly front desk is what the hospitality business is made of. That's what it is. So I think you have to be very careful what you automate. There's like there are things that I think might be guest efficiencies. So I don't have to call or talk to someone and this is an efficiency that I can have. So it might be balancing the efficiency of technology versus the the, the actual hospitality of, of you know the people that you have working there that could create an experience for a guest. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for our, our, our listeners to know, I mean, just with this AI and with these, you know, chat box, what's going to happen with these guests is they're going to start wanting things more instantly. Right. And that's that's probably a good takeaway from this technology is that these these travelers now um, are going to expect more out of you. They're going to expect things quicker um, because that's what they're used to. So, um, you know, at least that's what I got from some of the technology yeah. coming out of this. W what would you say to our listeners, you know, from from the conference? W what would they kind of expect on the horizon here with some of this technology? Um, I, I think you're going to start seeing you're going to start seeing AI um, that could be a lot more personalized to a hotel. Uh, the One of the companies or the company that won the innovation award, the startup innovation award, um, this company had they they currently run a the AI that is that is at uh, the Cosmopolitan at in Las Vegas, and what they have done is they've they built in uh, a bunch of cool stuff about that hotel. So it's ways to get dinner reservations, ways to get tickets, and get like uh, skip the line at the club by using the name of of the AI. And and what's interesting about what she developed is that. She developed something that the hotel can train, so the, they can you can actually go in and train responses that are specific to your hotel, but also in a way that your hotel might say it. So Cosmopolitan kind of being more of a hip hotel, the way that they phrase things going back to the guest was very is very much in line with their hotel. Um, you know, I don't know if there's specific phrasing for a comfort inn. Right. There might be, but <laughs> but I do think that you might have something that could you could create AI that is a little more defining to your location. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting to see kind of how some of these brands implement some of these changes. I mean, you you mentioned it before 
uh, with Marriott um, and the Alexa partnership. So, uh, well, interesting, great stuff, Jason. Yeah. I uh, really appreciate uh, appreciate you coming on the show. Well, thank and, you. And um, well, you're welcome back anytime. All right. Thanks everybody for listening, and thank you to our guests in studio. We'll see you next time. To join our loyalty program, be sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Sweet Spot is produced by Travel Media Group. Our editor is Ann Sandoval, with cover art by Barry Gordon and content support by Amber Wojak. I'm your host, Ryan Embry, and we hope you enjoyed your stay.